Hello and welcome to Finances Made Friendly. We've created this podcast to help you get the most out of your hard-earned cash. I'm your host, Heather Sutty, and I'm thrilled today to be joined by one of Glasgow Credit Union's employer partners, Sea Change, to discuss the importance of financial well-being for staff and how you can implement this free service. Did you know that 15% of the UK workforce say financial stress impacts their productivity at work? With that being said, it's also important for employers to be aware of the financial stress and resilience of their staff and how they can help support their employees increase their financial well-being. Actor Colin McCready, best known for his roles in Taggart, River City and most recently the BAFTA award-winning Mayflies pops by to tell us about a recent investment that helped to improve the health and well-being of his family. We'll also hear from Fergus Muirhead who's on a mission to debunk commonly misunderstood financial terms. And later we'll be joined by Business Development Manager at Glasgow Credit Union Paul Rytel who'll be lifting the lid on some of the most common questions people ask about the employer partner service. But first, let's meet Ian. Ian, welcome to the Glasgow Credit Union podcast. How are you? Thank you. I'm really good and I'm delighted to come and, and talk to you today about our organisation and relationship with the credit union. Fabulous. Tell me about Sea Change. What do you do and what's your MO? Yeah, so Sea Change is, uh, sits within, I suppose, the range of social care organisations. We're 20 years old. Uh, we have around 250 staff. We support around 70 people who have uh, learning disability, mental health problems, enjoying mental health problems uh, and challenges in, in daily living. So, so we've been around for, for 20 years uh, and uh, you know, so we, we help people live their best lives. When it comes to living their best lives, financial well-being is a huge part of that, isn't it? It's the bedrock of of feeling okay. What does financial well-being mean to you? So financial well-being means that you uh, are able to earn a a good wage. Uh, We know that people working in social care are not the the highest paid workers on our workforce in Scotland, Uh, but we we try as an organisation to make sure that we we pay as much as we can. We're a public funded organisation. but also that we we support uh, our colleagues to uh, to be able to manage uh, and spend that money well, and when uh, they have some challenges and financial financial challenges, that they have somewhere to go to, and that's why we're a, we're a, an employee partner of the credit union. Tell me about what financial well being in the workplace means. So for us, it's about uh, the the. The, the, all our employees, all our colleagues, or the people we sit next to, the people we work alongside uh, when they're at work, uh, being able to be at work and not have that worry about you know feeding themselves, feeding their children, uh, putting the heating on, uh, worrying about debt. Uh, and, and as an employer, we, we're not in control of that, but we have, we have an ability to influence and put in front of our colleagues uh, options that they can choose or not choose. Is this something that you've been doing for a long time? So as a we we we've been associated with the the, the credit union for around 12 13 years uh, but recently uh, we've had a, a closer relationship with the credit union mm-hmm. uh, because we do we listen to our employers our employees we know that for it's challenging for people uh, we think that uh, the credit union uh, has values that are aligned with our or our, our organization uh, wanting the best for people but also the fact that the, the, the credit union 
is based in community. Mm-hmm. Uh, it invests in the community. It's for the people, by the people. Uh, and that, that really resonates with us in our organisations. So we, uh, you know, so we, we have a model of, of support for people with disabilities where they bring the, the, their money to our organisation that they get from, from the local authority through health. Uh, we keep it uh, and we look after it for them. Uh, and they employ people from their local communities. They buy things in their local communities uh, so that we, we believe that uh, we are inve- you know, helping people with disabilities invest in their local communities. We think that sits alongside the credit union where uh, they, they support people to be financially well uh, and, and, and spend their money in their local communities. Gosh, you're good. Um, I'm just going to pick up because I've got some stats. So um, you're absolutely right. There's so many people struggling just now and I've got some statistics in front of me, which quite frankly are frightening. The Money Advice Service stated that over 16 million people in the UK have less than £100 in savings. Those with financial worries are almost four times more likely to feel anxious and be prone to panic attacks. As many as 24 million adults don't feel confident managing their money. And the last one I have here is that 15% of all employees say financial stress impacts their productivity. What are your thoughts on those statistics, Ian? So they're, they're not statistics I knew, no, but but they don't surprise me. So things. So uh, I suppose they are aligned to to conversations that I have with colleagues, not every day, but on occasions uh, where colleagues will talk to me about some of the challenges they have, uh, and they're, they're they're often seeking some support from the organisation about whether that's an advance uh, on their salaries. Uh, or, or whether it's just some sort of, you know, it, it's a chat over a cup of tea uh, and uh, whether I can be helpful or not. So, but it's, it, we see that in our workforce, uh, you know, so, so they don't surprise me. They, they, they're worrying, but don't surprise me. I think it's wonderful to know that you have such an open ear for your employees. Um, that's obviously, you know, that's commendable. I think there's an argument to financial well-being that perhaps sometimes employees just aren't being paid enough. Do you think that's a valid argument or is it more about how employees manage their money, do you think? I think it's not, it's, I don't think it's one thing or the other. Uh, I think for for, for, for my colleagues, uh, people in social care, and there's other sectors as well, it's like they don't get paid enough. Uh, and so uh, particularly at these times when when there's financial challenges, there are there are sort of the, 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 the challenges that people face who are lowest paid uh, in, in Scotland are dis- disproportionate. Uh, and so uh, I think that uh, the, the that sort of, you know we as an employer uh, we have a responsibility uh, to to wherever we can uh, to to pay people as much as we can. Uh, we are you know so as, as a, a social care charity, uh, we're bound by the money, the public money that we get. Uh, but sort of we we endeavour to pay people as much as we can. Uh, and when people tell us the challenges that they have, uh, we we listen to people. Uh, mm-hmm. And so one of the one of the reasons why we uh, we do uh, sort of partner with the credit union is because uh, we believe that the credit union listens to people as well, sort of thing. So where other financial institutions won't, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll be uh, sort of you know won't be interested because they might see that our section of the workforce uh, is not profitable to them. I think it's fair to say that if employers could afford to pay employees more, that inevitably they would do that. So I suppose 
This is where financial wellbeing programmes are really useful for companies to help increase the financial wellbeing and resilience of their staff where they can. Tell me about some of the challenges that you've heard from your employees. So the, 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 the most often heard challenge is that the people's people's money just doesn't doesn't get them to doesn't go far enough doesn't last till the end of the month uh, and and as an organization so if we uh, we have uh, we have sought to strengthen our, our relationship with the credit union uh, and we've incentivized our workforce we've offered uh, an incentive financial incentive that people sign up even if it's just five pounds a month, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that they, they then have somewhere when the exhaust falls off the car, the freezer breaks, the children need new shoes, whatever it is, they have somewhere to go. They have an avenue to go. Uh, and and also not only just that, that, that access to money, access to ability to save for those, those challenging times, uh, but also if you need a loan for something to get you through a, a particular period or to a particular purchase, they have they have a, a trusted institution they go they go to. But also, I think one of the other offers of the credit union is that that financial education uh, mm-hmm. that they uh, you know sort of people uh, you know it, it's not just about how for some people it's not just having uh, not enough money. It's that some people don't have the skills to manage money. We don't particularly teach it well in schools. Uh, people in my generation, it wasn't taught at all at school. It was just something that it was assumed that people that people had the ability to do, and not everybody does. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, education is so important. I wasn't taught it at school, and I've been up and down with my finances mm-hmm. over the years. And I definitely feel that it would be of great benefit if we were taught just how to manage, you know, incomings and outgoings. I mean, the thought of an Excel spreadsheet makes me. Ah. <laughs> but, you know, um, I think it can be really helpful, you know, to track your incomings and your outgoings. And as you say, when, when there's a curveball of like, you know, you need to replace the windscreen in your car or you need new shoes or whatever, you know, it's those added expenses that just cause the stress, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, have you spoken to your staff about the impact of the cost of living crisis? Yeah, so 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 we we have conversations with our staff. We have conversations with them uh, around our, our ability to to pay them, uh, sort of uh, you know sort of you know to, to uplift salaries. Uh, we have uh, you know conversations with staff who we've moved, moved to a hybrid model of working from home, which is you know benefits an element of our staff, not our frontline staff, because they support people in in their own homes in their own communities. The 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 challenges of uh, of energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is you know paying for your energy. So if you're a, a home worker, uh, so we we've talked to them about those things. We've made a contribution uh, where, wherever we can to uh, to support people. Uh, but people are generally uh, pe- people are generally just challenged by the the the, the prices of everyday mm-hmm. objects that are just going up. Yeah, up. it's hard. It's a really really hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been an employer partner for some time now. What was the main reason to build on the existing partnership with Glasgow Credit Union? So we're an, we believe we're an organisation that listens to, to our staff and the the the, the staff that were already uh, you know sort of uh, joined the credit union. They were saying this is this is a this is a great place sort of you know so this is a great place to save. It's very easy. It comes out of your salary. So you after the first couple of times you don't notice it whether it's five pounds, ten pounds, fifteen pounds, whatever you can afford. Uh, so people are saying that you know sort of it's it's on the app. Uh, so it's easy to get your money in and out and stuff so it's, it's modern uh and and people were were uh were uh were, were promoting that thing so we did have we had a, a, another uh another 
financial solution, another organization uh, that uh, we engage with. Uh, and, 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 and that was about people getting advances on their, on their, uh, their salaries. That didn't work for our staff. What our staff said that, that that got them into a spiral of debt of borrowing month in, month out. Uh, and the values of that organization didn't sit with ours. So, so that's why we, uh, we, we, we spoke with the credit union uh, and we, we said, what can we do to increase uh, the numbers of people, uh, that are members of the credit union, so they have access to saving uh, and, uh, and, and borrowing when, when appropriate. And so that was the, the main motivation for us to, to increase our, our relationship with, with the credit union. I think it's good that you've been able to AB it. You know, you've worked with another organisation. It didn't work. You've listened generously to your staff about what they need to enable them to help save. And now you've, mm-hmm. you know, you're partnering with Glasgow Credit Union. So I think that's really fab. Right. We <laughs> um, do too. <laughs> If you aren't familiar with Glasgow Credit Union's employer partner service, it's essentially a free staff benefit which can help reduce financial stress in the workplace, improve productivity and can help staff build up financial resilience by saving money directly from their pay each month. You can find out much more on the Glasgow Credit Union website. So for you, Ian, what do you think the benefits of the employer partner service are for your employees and for you as well as Deputy CEO? So I, I think so. One of the, so the benefits uh, of working with the credit union in our organisation is uh, I, I think is, is the 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 synergies between the people who are working in those organisations. Uh, so the the values of the organisation, synergy of the people, the, the credit union, uh, in in our experience, a very easy organisation to work with, solution focused organisation. Uh, the the systems uh, are, are are very easy to use, and for employees, it's very easy to sign up uh, and start giving through uh, sort of through payroll giving. So uh, it's 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 a mixture of the ease of process uh, and the the synergy between people in the organisation. So so good people trying to do good work. This is all so interesting. Ian Sea Change sounds like such a great caring organisation, and I'm sure this chat will inspire companies to take an interest in their employees' financial well-being. What types of initiatives have you launched to encourage your staff to join Glasgow Credit Union? Like, how do you communicate the, the benefits of this particular employer partner service? Yeah, so so recently we, we've just had a, a, a financial incentive. So, so we we offered uh, in uh, in November, uh, and, and and we offered a financial incentive if, if people if people signed up and agreed to uh, to save at least five pounds a month. Uh, after the first first month's money, we will put thirty pounds in uh, in the, uh, the the saving pot. Uh, and again, slightly you know, that was I think not a non-standard way of doing it. Mm-hmm. But Glasgow Credit Union sort of you know, supporters with that, uh, and that was seen. To, so we 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 now have a fifth of our workforce who have signed up to doing so, uh, which we we think is at least a good start. Uh, I'd like to see more people sign up. So, so, but yeah. So, uh, so which means that those people are now saving at least five. I don't know how much they're saving, but so you know, so at least five pounds a month. Uh, which, when they have some financial challenges, mm-hmm. they can maybe dip into that, uh, or they can have access to to, to borrowing or, or or some advice. Super. Do you think you've seen a difference in those twenty percent of of your workforce in their well being? Do you think? Can you like? Can you feel it? Is it tangible? Uh, I, I'm not. 
I'm not sure I can feel it. Uh, we're, we're a very disparate organisation, if disparate's the right word. Uh, so, so we don't see lots of people all the time. But sort of, uh, but I have heard a couple of people say, "Oh, I've got X amount now." Something and yeah. sort of, you know, as if like because because it comes straight out your salary and it's sitting there, uh, and so people are, are surprised about sort of how their savings are building something. So. I think people will talk about the savings. People generally don't talk about the borrowings things. So, but hopefully those relationships are working for individuals and they're seeing the benefits of saving and borrowing. It's funny how we talk about most things, but really we don't really talk about money, do mm-hmm. we? It's, you know, I find that like I don't talk to my friends about money uh-huh. and it's such a major subject that yeah. I think it's great that Glasgow Credit Union are hosting this podcast because it means that it starts a discussion about, you know, what options are available, whether you're wanting to save, wanting to get a loan, you know, wanting to join a, you know, a scheme like this. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the perception is changing um, about financial well-being, like... I don't even think this type of conversation would be happening like, say, three or four years ago. So do you think people are becoming more open about their finances? I think it's starting. I think so. I think you're right. Sort of, we generally don't talk about our finances to other people. Uh, I uh, And when, when on the occasions when employees come to talk to us about their finances, it's quite often because they're in a bit of bother because... The, the you know I don't know the gas has been cut off or you know something's happened or you know sort of uh, and uh, and and that's good that they they feel as though we're an employer who would would listen to them. Uh, one of the benefits of partnership partnering with the uh, the credit unit is now we have a we have a place to signpost them and support them to go to uh, and, and say well actually these these are people who could so we're not able to help you. We will support you to 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 become a member or to have conversations about how the credit union can help you. So uh, so we think we are an employer who are approachable, uh, but now we have somewhere where, as a trusted partner, that we're happy that our our staff uh, can go and have those conversations with people who can support them financially. As someone in a senior management position, what would you say to an employer listening to this podcast that was considering joining Glasgow Credit Union as an employer partner? They've got 112 now. I'm sure they want to increase that. So what would you say to to a potential employer about the benefits your organisation has experienced? Yeah, I, I would I, I would think there's some employers out there think that people's personal finances are none of their business. And in some way, it is none of their business. But it is their it is their business and responsibility to make sure that uh, the well being of their, their their employees are uh, you know uh, is good, uh, and that you know so that, that when people come to their work they're fully invested in their work and they're not they're not working and thinking about the the financial challenge they have. Uh, so if you want the best out of your employees, if you want your employees to be good and happy and work well, uh, then you know sort of. It is an investment, so uh, so it's not a, it's not a significant investment, uh, but it's an investment. It's an investment of a bit of time to partner the credit union that people have uh, places to go uh, to improve their their financial well being. People will be uh, physically better. People will be mentally uh, better. People will be able to concentrate on their work better. Therefore, I'm not sure I like the word productive. They will be more productive. So that's if you want to make some investment, pick up the phone, make that call to credit union. Okay, given that Glasgow Credit Union's employer partner service is completely free, I think that's a big selling point as well as obviously all the benefits that you've shared with us this afternoon. And it really does clearly make 
you know, the impact of the well-being of staff a positive one. Um, before we go, I wanted to quickly read a nice review from some of our current employer partners that I think um, would be good to share. This is from Lorraine at Pursuit Marketing. And she said, we are really impressed with Glasgow Credit Union's service offering. They are all about offering the best service with no hidden agenda. The payroll deduction scheme is straightforward as it's managed entirely by the employee and Glasgow Credit Union. So once it's set up, it's pretty simple. I think when your savings come off your salary, you don't really notice it as much. So it's a nice surprise to see how quickly it can grow. The team are easy to deal with and it's a benefit for everybody. What a great review. Is there anything you'd like to add to that, Ian? I think the only thing is that that would be our experience as well. So, so had you asked me that question, I think that would have been my answer. Moving on to the last three final questions, because you've covered lots, so that's been brilliant so far. Um, what three pieces of advice would you give to fellow employers looking to help support their staff and their financial well-being? Okay, so the first one would be to listen to what your employees are saying. Uh, so if people are talking about your know, financial challenges, listen to them. Uh, uh, you know, consult with them, talk about, well, what could you do? Uh, and... Uh, I think I was right too, and then pick up the phone to, to the Glasgow Credit Union uh, and and have a, a three-way conversation between your employees, the credit union, and it's you as an employer. Uh, and I think that there is a solution there. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Glasgow Credit Union podcast. Before you go, tell us where we can find out more about Sea Change. You can find more out at Sea Change at our website, uh, which is www.c-change.org.uk. Yay! And you're also on social media. And we're on social media as well. Ian Williams, Deputy CEO of Sea Change, thank you so much for being such a great contributor. Thank you. Let's welcome Business Development Manager at Glasgow Credit Union, Paul Rytel. He'll be answering some of the most common questions people ask about the Employer Partner Service. Hello, Paul. Is it good to be out of the office? Yes, well, been out of the office for a while now since the start of COVID, but it's actually nice to be back in an office sometimes away from the home. Are you ready to be grilled? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us... How do employers sign up for the employer partner service? Okay, well, it's a really straightforward process. Uh, just make initial contact. Um, we're quite happy to set up a meeting just to explain a bit more. Particularly, it tends to be HR personnel who, who need to find out about it to set it up. But uh, pretty much works the same as, um, you know, they'll have similar schemes set up for Give As You Earn or Trade Union Jews. Um, it's a really straightforward process. Basically, we manage pretty much 90% of it. Um, so to explain a bit more about what the employer partner process is, um, um, on partnering with the credit union, it will allow staff to save uh, direct from their salary, which is basic as it sounds, is quite a powerful tool. Mm -hmm. um, what we tend to find is when we speak to our payroll members, uh, so payroll members meaning they save direct from their salary, um, about what they like about the credit union. Quite passionately, uh, passionately they talk about the ability to save direct from their salary, mm -hmm. um, which, as I say, sounds straightforward, but once it's in place, it can be a powerful thing. Generally, um, it gets over a lot of barriers to saving, which tends to be general inertia around saving. Everybody knows saving's a good idea, but getting around to setting up a savings account is one thing, um, which a lot of people do, but then continuing to save is another thing completely. Um, and the, the payroll system, being able to save from your payroll, 
automates that process. So whilst it makes it easier to save, the big thing is that it reinforces the savings habit. Uh, you're automatically saving without having to think about it. So um, it's a straightforward process to set up. It's free. It doesn't cost anything at all. And generally speaking, from point of contact to setting it up, it can be a turnaround of three weeks or something like that, so not long at all. The important thing is, once it's set up, being able to communicate as a staff benefit to the workforce. So we'll work with the employer to communicate that to all staff, just so they understand the services and benefits available, how it works, and any questions they have. Brilliant. <laughs> amazing don't need to ask any more questions <laughs> so earlier um we spoke to ian and he mentioned that some of his staff maybe save five ten twenty thirty pounds a month is it possible to alter the amounts that you save yep that's a good point um and a common question we get asked so we have a minimum and maximum in place the minimum is five pounds per month or if the staff are weekly paid it's a pound a week um, and the maximum is £500 per month or £125 a week. Um, so you set it up, whatever it might be, and it's easy enough to change. Again, you just contact the credit union directly, we manage that process and then let the employer know so uh, the burden's not left on the employer to, to deal with all the changes. Any changes, any queries at all come through the credit union, we manage that and then get back to the employer. How do you have access to the savings that you make? So uh, in 2020, we introduced our own app, and that's been a bit of a game changer. So you can check your balances, make withdrawals, pretty much manage your account almost completely through the app, which uh, most the majority of members tend to do now. But you can still contact us directly uh, by telephone, or there's an online web service as well. So again, 24 hours access. So it's easy enough to check your balances, make withdrawals, uh, and pretty much manage your account 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. I absolutely agree about the app. I love the app. I've been a member for 12 years and the app was a total game changer. Um, are there any penalties for withdrawals? No. Uh, again, good question. It's a common question we get asked. Um, so you've got, all it is is the ability to save on a regular basis quite easily through payroll. You've got access to that whenever you want, as many times as you need to make a withdrawal. There's no limits on withdrawals. All we ask is that you keep £5 in the account just to keep it active. But there's uh, absolutely no um, penalties for withdrawing your savings. If I get a new job and I move to an organisation that's not partnered with Glasgow Credit Union, what happens? Yeah, again, another good question, uh, one that comes up quite often. Um, so we like to think that... To join a credit union, you've just got to be eligible to join. And if you work for one of the employer partners, you're eligible to join. We'd like to think that once you join, you become a member for the rest of your life, if you like. Um, so if you joined an organisation who was an employer partner, but then moved to a new organisation, let's say you moved down to London, started a new job in London, you could still remain a member. You just set up a direct debit to pay into your account rather than it come from your salary. Um, You've just got to be qualifying at the time of joining the credit union and anyone who works for employer partners uh, qualifies. Is, is it correct that to become a member of Glasgow Credit Union, you, you either have to live or work in Glasgow? So uh, quite interesting. So if we go back to the very start, um, our credit union was formed in 1989, uh, originally set up to help Glasgow City Council staff manage their finances um, and from day one, it proved pretty popular. Um, membership grew and grew and grew. 
And then in 2007, our own members voted to expand the area we cover. And we then opened up to the entire G-Post area, um, meaning that then we could then offer it as a staff benefit, as it had been for City Council staff for years. We could then offer it to all organisations based in the Glasgow G-Post area. Um, we now work with 112 organisations who offer it as a staff benefit. But just last year, we further expanded. Members voted to further expand the area we cover. So as well as the Glasgow and G-Post code area, we now cover ML, PA, KA and FK postcode areas. So pretty much the West Coast of Scotland, all organisations based there can access a free staff benefit. Wow, so that would be um, ML is North Lanarkshire, because I'm from Coatbridge, so I know that. FK is Falkirk, KA is Ayrshire. Yes. What was the other one you mentioned? And ML, um, yeah. sorry, PA, PA that's Renfrewshire. Renfrewshire. Right. That's amazing. So you mentioned 112 employer partners. We know about Sea Change and we know about Pursuit Marketing. Are you able to name check any other organisations that we might have heard of? Yes, there's a, a massive spectrum of uh, employer partners we have, ranging from small organisations with you know 12 staff. Um, Woodwise is a carpenter shop. Um, which came on board about 10 years ago. And the idea they work with a lot of apprentices uh, was to uh, manage the young apprentices as they come through, as well as uh, going through their apprenticeship, try and build their financial knowledge as well. So credit union was introduced um, right up to kind of massive organisations, uh, Scottish Television, uh, Barhead Travel. Um, just recently, Quarriers came on board um, who have over 1,800 staff. So... Um, it, there's a massive variance uh, of different sectors, different organisations, um, but all supporting the same thing, try to help their staff uh, build financial resilience and, and improve their financial well-being in the workplace. When you're an employer partner, are you able to apply for like a consolidation loan or, you know, what what are the kind of like parameters, if you like, of, of this service? Okay, so as soon as you become a member, um, you then have access to all the services uh, we offer. So uh, originally, everyone will become a saver. So the main purpose of the credit union is to encourage your members into a savings habit, but it's also there to uh, provide access to borrowing at reasonable rates and promote financial education. So once you're a member, so pretty much as soon as you've started saving, you can then uh, apply to borrow. Um, we do unsecured loans from 500 up to 25,000. We've got a range of borrowing options um, from consolidation loans, consolidating your existing debt to secure loans where the savings are tied against savings. So there's a lot of different savings uh, borrowing options within there, but members can just go into the website with a handy loan calculator and it's pretty, pretty easy to apply. Again, you can apply through the app over the phone or online as well. But you have access to all the services. We have even mortgages uh, as well. So as soon as you become a member, you can make an application for mortgage. There's no waiting period in place. What is the difference between a secured and an unsecured loan? Okay, so generally secured loan will be tied against something. Um, when we talk about secured loans, we talk about tying it against your savings. Um, so, for instance, if you'd built up £500 in savings, um, rather than taking that out if you needed it, you could take uh, a loan secured against that £500 uh, and you get that reduced uh, interest rate as well. Um, so that's... Uh, of particular importance, uh, there's a, a few situations where that comes in quite handy. Um, for instance, 
someone turning 18 might not have any credit history. Well, they won't have any credit history. So sometimes getting credit can be difficult. Um, but with a secured loan, because uh, the, the loan is tied against the savings, there's no credit search on that. Um, so the member is guaranteed to get the loan. Um, and the idea is they then pay it back over a year start to build their credit history because it still is a loan we still will report that to credit reference agency so that's building their credit score their credit history with a credit reference agency the idea being that further down the line if they need to apply for credit they're off to a good start so there's different borrowing options with the credit union it's not just maybe as black and white as it is with other organizations there is options within that we're doing so well. Um, okay, my next question is, um, we talk about financial education and, you know, it keeps cropping up. What type of financial education support does Glasgow Credit Union provide? Again, so w one of the remits of the credit union uh, and, and any credit union around the globe is there to encourage saving, provide access to borrow and promote financial education. Um, in terms of how we help uh, promote financial education, it's a few different ways. We'll, we'll try and do that through emails. We have a, a dedicated section with on the website, Financial Wellbeing Hub, which signposts members uh, to free and partial advice. Uh, so quite handy to signpost staff to that. But we also do financial wellbeing workshops. Um, we're quite happy to come out and do that face-to-face -face in the workplace, or we can also do it uh, virtually online. And we've got a range of subjects to cover. Um, the most popular tends to be, well, it's called the Financial Wellbeing Workshop, where we look at the importance of budgeting, um, some tips for putting a budget into practice rather than just sitting down writing it out, how you put that into practice, tips for how to save money, how to boost your income. And then we look at the credit scoring system um, and how that can have a big, a big impact on your life, particularly if you're unsure how it works. Um, we go around a lot of workplaces in and around the city and when you're out and about, the, the same uh, stories tend to repeat themselves. And the most common one that comes up is generally someone kind of 25, 24, 25 will come up, start asking us about, you know, I see you do mortgages, could you help me out with a mortgage? Uh, I'm struggling to get a mortgage from the high street. So if you open that conversation up, so why are you struggling? Oh, I've got a poor credit uh, rating. And if you ask questions about why they've got a poor credit rating, nine times out of 10, it's the mm -hmm. same response you get. When I turned 18 or I turned 19, I took out a mobile phone contract, mm -hmm. I run up a bill, and for whatever reason, I just decided not to pay it. So they didn't realise how the credit scoring system worked and how that was going to follow them about. And it's had a negative impact on them in later life, uh, stopping them getting, whether it's a rental agreement or their own mortgage or car finance or, or personal loans, so that's where that's really important to explain how the system is, how it works, and just build an understanding of that. And we also look at different types of finance. Um, just, ex again, explain how they work, um, but explain the possible pitfalls as well. We're not saying they're bad, but just try and explain the possible pitfalls people can fall into. So that's a workshop we can deliver um, for all our partners. And the other popular one is our first-time buyer workshop as well. So... Again, quite a daunting process, buying your first home. Uh, we explain the process from start to finish. It's our mortgage team who go through that. So great opportunity just to ask any questions you might have about buying your first home and what stage in the process, how you go through the process and what steps. Amazing. <laughs> so good, honestly. Absolutely brilliant. 
if an employer or an employee would like to sign up for this scheme, how do you go about it? Okay, so for employers, it's a straightforward process. I'd be the first point of contact. They can visit their website, glasgocu.com, or they can contact me directly. Um, it's just, my name is Paul Rytel, and my email address is paul.rytel, R-Y-T-E-L, at glasgocu.com. So uh, feel free, any queries or any questions they have, uh, and it just starts a process. Um, since we've been formed, as I say, for over 34 years now we've been working with Glasgow uh, employees so we have a good understanding of their needs, their requirements and um, pretty much our setup, our ethos, our history positions is quite uniquely uh, to, to help uh, employers in the, the west of Scotland um, help their staff to build their own financial resilience and um, put them on the path to financial well-being. It's amazing and just remind me this is all free Exactly, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of people are unsure about that. Sometimes you get queries about how much it's going to cost, but it's free to set up. And um, what we have found, uh, possibly in the last 10 years, is when you looked at most staff benefits packages, they tended to focus on either physical well-being, so cycle to work or something like that, mental well-being, they might have, uh, you know, a call, a call line or something. But um, financial well-being was missing from a lot, but more and more now it's becoming, uh, you know, employers are becoming quite aware that it's quite closely linked with uh, mental well-being, you know, worrying about your finances and more and more employers now are getting in contact as, as they realise that. So, um, as I say, if it's not something you've got catered for in your own employee package at the minute, it is free to add there. Um, we can help staff build their own financial well-being and help improve their financial resilience uh, just to kickstart things. It's just a point to get in contact uh, and setting it up and set up is really easy. Paul, thank you so much. That was brilliant. <laughs> Superb. Well done. Right, you and the, you and, <laughs> let's get on, you and. Ian said earlier about how some of his employees kind of fell into a spiral of getting their wages in advance. Yes. And there's this big rise at the moment in this company, it's called Wage Stream. And employees can basically access their wages in advance. Uh huh. But then they end up being out of pocket. Short. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we could ask just one question about almost something like that. Just there's other schemes out there that almost offer this in terms of employees can take their money in advance. Charged and they charge and stuff like that just to kind of dispel that because that is kind of on the rise. I think maybe we could talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Considerations as well clearly compliance, hates has been very personal emails. Do you think that's an issue? <laughs> We've got employer.talk. I mean, it's on the website, isn't it? Yeah, it's fine. Because the thing is, on the website, it's quite hard to find. Yeah, it's not I'm easy, is it? Plus, I'm not getting the easiest name. What did he say? Right, how did he spell right? I don't know if that's an issue. Well, I don't know. Maybe we just stick with what you've got. Just call myself Paul yeah. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> right, so um, there are other um, salaries. It's not salary sacrifice, what's a salary? There is. It's a. What yeah. Yeah. What's the difference? Yeah. market and yeah, financial, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well-being for employers. So what distinguishes us? That was kind of what I was getting at when I was talking about our history and mm -hmm. um, our ethos. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, brilliant. 
But just repeat that? No. Yeah, let's, right. I mean, let's just chat. Right, okay. um, so I'll ask the question, um, other, you know, some employers provide payroll giving services um, and advances on, on their salary. How does what Glasgow Credit Union offer differ from everything else that's available? I suppose the first thing to say is just the, the ethics, uh, the background and the history of the credit union. Uh, it's a not-for-profit organisation which main aim is uh, to, to take care of its members, promote their financial well-being, uh, try and educate the members uh, as much as they can. So I suppose the ethos in the background of the credit union is the main differentiator from any other organisation. Um, but if you tie in the, the local nature, you know, um, we've been doing this for 34 years. We're quite aware of our membership. We've got 60,000 members who we're really engaged with. So we understand the needs and the requirements of our members, arguably more than, you know, a national organisation. Um, so those things just make it slightly more unique. Um, and the, the, the product services as well. So as well, you know, a lot of organisations will just, offer a lending facility, whereas we're there to encourage savings. We also do mortgages, which are you know ideal for first-time buyers. We still do up to 95% mortgages, a range of lending uh, products, and the financial education side of things as well. So the workshops, the hub, the communication we give out to members. So all in all, uh, just the, the kind of background ethos, the, the product offering just sets us aside from most. Brilliant. Let's just do a really short answer with... Okay basically say there are other options available, but they don't encourage saving and there might also be a penalty. Right. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. What's the main difference between what Glasgow Credit Union offer and what other providers offer in terms of an advance on their pay, let's say? Yeah. So over the last five years, certainly it's becoming an increasingly crowded marketplace in terms of what employers uh, can access in terms of um, financial well-being for the workforce. Um, but um, you just got to be uh, careful that a lot of these organisations will charge uh, the employer. Um, they might only deal with lending as opposed to encouraging their members into a saving and try and put them on a better footing. Um, and there might even be penalties for, for, for certain things. So um, I suppose just being aware of uh, what it is on offer any costs involved and does the ethos of the organisation tie in with the ethos of uh, your own organisation just as we heard from Ian earlier. Fergus, what have you got for us today? Hello and welcome to another edition of First Free Finances with me, Fergus Muirhead. As ever, I'm asking, how well do you understand financial jargon? As according to recent research, almost half of us have had money issues due to misunderstanding commonly reused terms. Today's term is arrears, and a little over a third of us surveyed didn't know the meaning of arrears. To be fair, it's a term that you might not hear often since it roughly means the same as a late or overdue payment, but it's important to know this bit of financial jargon in case it ever impacts you. So what does being in arrears mean? Well, arrears is a term used which relates to money that's now overdue and should have been paid earlier. Being in arrears is a breach of your contractual agreement as part of your agreement with the lender was to adhere to payments. Let's do that one again, can we? I'll just start from the beginning again. 
Hello and welcome to another edition of First Free Finances with Fergus. As ever, I'm asking, how well do you understand financial jargon? As according to recent research, almost half of us have had money issues due to misunderstanding commonly used terms. Today's term is arrears. A little over a third of us surveyed recently didn't know the meaning of arrears. And to be fair, it's a term that you might not hear very often because it roughly means the same as late or overdue payment. But it's important to know this little bit of financial jargon in case it ever affects you. So what does being in arrears mean? Arrears is a term used that relates to money that's now overdue and should have been paid earlier. If you're in arrears, it's a breach of your contractual agreement since part of your agreement with your lender was to adhere to payment dates and frequencies. You may also hear reference to an account being in arrears. That means that you've agreed to make regularly scheduled payments when you signed the terms of a loan or agreement, but you've missed one or more of these payments. Being in arrears is a breach of your contractual agreement. If you think you're going to be unable to make repayments in time, then please get in touch with your lender before this happens. It's always easier to deal with arrears before they get out of hand. Contrary to popular opinion, most lenders do actually want to help borrowers who are in difficulty, but they can only help them if they know there's a problem. So phone your lender if you think you're going to be unable to make payments. Don't wait until you haven't made them. Heather, back to you. And Colin, so excited to hear about your investment. Hello, my name is Colin McCready and I'm an actor and I want to discuss my best ever investment. The best ever investment I have ever made was to get a dog. A little cavapoo called Lulu. I'd never had a dog before. I never really wanted a dog. My daughters and wife pestered me and eventually I gave in. So Lulu is half King Charles Cavalier and half Poodle. So she's a fancy designer mongrel. (laughs) So obviously we had to pay for her. But I can honestly say... The money was so well spent. She's been the best thing we've ever done as a family. She's a great excuse to take out, go to the park, exercise, and to do that all as a family, and to do it on your own. She is such a happy wee thing. She's so pleased to see you. She's so much fun, and she's just great to be around. And as someone who never was really into dogs, I do think it's the best investment I've ever made. Money well spent, and she has brought us hours of fun and love. Follow and subscribe to the Finances Made Friendly podcast today to make sure you never miss an episode. Thanks for joining me, Heather Sutty, on this week's episode. Please note that the information discussed in this podcast is general in nature and shouldn't be construed as financial advice.